fucking back uh, for another episode of this goddamn show. <laughs> it's 25, it's a quarter century. We've been at this grinding. Grinding like motherfuckers. I feel like most of it has been pretty good. <laughs> most of it. I'd say, what's our grade? If we were turning the first 24 episodes in for a grade to the podcasting committee. I would say a B minus. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll fucking take it, man. Yeah, that's probably true. Takes a while. That's to only. Get I mean, if you think that's a little low, I mean it. It's only from my side. Like you, you have practice, more practice doing this than I do. Yeah, but it's all about the everything's relational, relational, <laughs> relational. Slurring my words already, man. What did you put in this wine? Everything's relational, so it's all based on, I don't know, how we interact together. I sometimes feel like I act differently in different contexts, but I think that's everyone. I think. Yeah, so do I. I mean, and, and that's not like saying that you're not being yourself. I mean. No, just wear many hats. You, I mean, yeah, people act differently when they're in different situations. I would act differently if I was president of the United States. Like, would you act differently than the current President of the United States. <laughs> your hair is sure. better, I have to say. Your hair is your hair is clean. I like the mohawk, man. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I didn't think I would like it this much. I was just gonna... doing it to do something different. You're not going to try the comb-over next? The extreme comb-over? <laughs> no, I mean, not until I need to. Which I shouldn't have to. No, no, you're good. <laughs> your, your, your shit looks thick, too, just like mine. <laughs> not, not quite as thick as yours. No, but... mine's real thick. It gets all curly and shit, too. But there's no, like, thin spots. No, that's good. I'll probably, my hair will probably be a little wispy, like my dad, when I get older. Yeah. But with no bald spots. No, his is looking all right. He, he makes it work. Your dad's got style, too. He wears those caps. He's got some He's got some clean style for old man. I hope, yeah. I hope to look good like him when I'm older. Right. Yeah, he's looking good. I'll tell him you said that. There you go. Because he probably won't listen to this. We <laughs> <laughs> can't hear shit, so. <laughs> no. no. That's all right. It's not for everyone, but that's all right. He's not one of our hundred listeners, or hundred regular listeners. I'm pretty sure not. I know he listened to one where we talked about him specifically. Sperry told him about it. Oh, yeah? And he, he just said, oh, hey, I listened to your episode. Like, cool. And that was about it. Cool. <laughs> Review it on iTunes, motherfucker. <laughs> No, just playing. You don't have to do that. But, I mean, to be perfectly fair, I, there's some of his books that I haven't you ever read. read. Yeah. So. <laughs> it is what it is, man. You know, you can support people in other ways. You don't have to listen. My wife doesn't listen. Sure. I think I said that last time, the time before. That's all right. She's got too much shit to do, man. Sperry's listened to about half, I That's think. That's good. She's <laughs> killing it. That's good. I can't really bitch moan or complain, though. <laughs> I don't. I don't even listen to the Heretic Happy Hour. <laughs> I don't. I stopped listening to to ours. Yeah. Do you listen to Heretic Happy Hour still? Uh, no. You, you're wild. You're you're uh, you're not I'm caught sorry. up, huh? No, sorry. Don't be sorry. Shit. <laughs> it's all right. I I, I feel kind of bad. You shouldn't, man. We're killing it. We don't need your goddamn numbers. Yeah, I mean, fuck your one download. Enough. I know. No. <laughs> You are doing good. Oh, you're doing all right. You know. it's. I mean, and I'll, I will come back to it. I, I know I'll listen to them all eventually. It's a good, um, it seems like a good uh, binge listening podcast. Yeah. Maybe if you're, well, this one I think would be better like on a long road trip. 
because you don't have to take notes, but well, maybe Heretic Hour, Happy Hour is better at like as a devotional. Um, you know, like when it comes out, listen to it, take some notes if you want. I, I feel like it's, it's oh, this it's more, one meaning this show. Uh, this show, right. yeah, right, it's, right, right, it's right. better if you're driving to LA. You got eight hours, you can yeah. listen to like seven or eight episodes. <sighs> yeah, zone totally. out. Just don't drink along with us if you're driving. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> but yeah, we're having. What do we have today? The Bota Box. We're drinking box. We're drinking wine out of a box, bitches. It's pretty good, though. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Nighthawk Black. Nighthawk. Red wine blend. Yeah. I like it. Uh, yeah. Well, look at it on the side. It says Tasty Adventure. Here's here's what it says. As the campfire dies out. It's perfect. <laughs> fucking perfect. Campfire. Well, fuck you, campfire. This got triggered. The, you got, hashtag triggered. <laughs> the only sounds you may hear are that of nature, like the nighthawk on its nightly hunting adventure. Okay, that's a little corny. But it's supposed to be, let's see, bittersweet chocolate, a smooth lingering finish. I got that. I don't know if I got the chocolate. I, oh, serve yeah, with a I, beef I curry on a, or a warm blanket. No, I don't serve it on a warm blanket. but Beef curry? Yeah, yeah that means red wine, so beef. You'd want to put it with red meat. Oh, that's this would go good I, with a ro- yeah. I you don't see. get curry in there. <laughs> it's like right. beef, Mongolian beef. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, that is, that wouldn't be a very <laughs> no. Nice. Wine. I uh, I went to Trader Joe's. I had to pick some shit up today, and there was cinnamon wine. I mean, not not cinnamon wine. Cinnamon cheese. It was terrible. Sounds terrible. It was awful. They were like sampling it, and I took it. I was like, cinnamon cheese. What the fuck is this? And I took a bite of it, and I was just like, oh my! I hate the fact that this is the last taste in my mouth right now. This fucking sucks. <laughs> It was terrible. It was you fucking didn't terrible. Have a mint with you. I didn't. I had nothing with me. Mm. I was stranded with the taste of like parmesan and cinnamon. <laughs> it's fucking weird. That'd make me slightly claustrophobic. <laughs> yeah, it was it was culinarily claustrophobic. But it was it was not fun then. But uh, that was that's that's one thing I did today. But anyway, we are going to uh well, we talked about politics last time and political philosophy, and I thought it'd be kind of cool to talk about, um, kind of piggyback off that, because I saw this fucking thing on Facebook where some Christian said that you shouldn't critique or criticize those in charge because, like, God ordained them, and there's passages that say that, oh, God ordains the authorities, blah, 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 nothing's out of, you know out of his <clears throat> authority. <clears throat> and so then you have to respect him and kowtow to him and all that shit. And I just thought that was like the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard, man. And not the stupidest thing I ever heard. I can't say that. Sorry. That's, that's too hyperbolic, but it was pretty stupid because to me, it's like, like the whole point of like the prophetic tradition or Jesus is like criticizing those in charge. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? I mean, Jesus <clears throat> died at the hands of the state for being a political dissident. Isn't that the dude you claim to follow? Like, if we see injustices, shouldn't we call that shit out? I mean, obviously, yeah. And, I mean, people that, I mean, the people that you're criticizing right now, you know, they're they're obviously, you know, fundamentalists, right? I mean, the people religiously that I criticize the most? Yeah, I mean, in this case specifically. Yeah, oh, totally. But they were talking about Trump, actually. You shouldn't criticize Trump because God authorized him to be in charge, and so then you're criticizing God. But the, those people that say that, I mean, they're 
they're Republicans, right? Would they? I guess. Right. I guess for the most part, yeah. I wonder what they said about Obama. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's what I was going to say. Would they say the same thing about Obama? Yeah. No, it's all. It's all. Uh, what is it? Cognitive dissonance, man. That's all that shit is. That's what. That's what happens when you try. <laughs> when your brain has to try to make everything, every word in the Bible, be consistent with itself. Oh God! Like, good luck with that. Because when you when you step away from that, you can obviously see. Well, I mean, you get eternal conscious torment from hell, but you also get, uh, you know, universalism. Sorry, you also get universalism from the Bible. You get eternal conscious torment and universalism from the same from the same text from the same text, and they're two totally different things. Yeah, you get pro-sacrificial texts and you get anti-sacrificial texts. You get. A justice that is mercy and a justice that is like pure retribution. You get, you get almost like mutually exclusive concepts throughout the Bible, no matter what you're talking about. So you do have, on the one hand, like yeah, respect the authority and Paul and Romans thirteen, and you get those kind of sayings that you can, you know, even though Paul was killed by the state, you you can you can turn Paul's words into being like pro government. Which fucking Lindsey Graham, your boy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was he quoted. I think it was Wait, Lindsey Graham. What? <laughs> Wait, your boy. <laughs> Drop hey, it. Hey, hey, hey! Whoa, hold on. Now. I feel like you've under- misunderstood <laughs> me a little bit here. <laughs> no, I was fucking with you. Um, you get him quoting like Romans thirteen <clears throat> as like pro-government passages, but then you get a lot of like incidences like where Jeremiah the prophet gets banished because he's critiquing the political authorities of his day. He gets banished out in the world, I think butt-ass naked. And he comes in the temple, breaks the pot, and he's like, he's doing the same thing Jesus did with the temple, like basically being prophetic about it. This shit's going down like, because of y'all, and you're gonna get overrun, and change your ways, repent, all that good shit. And they kick him out. So you get you get <clears throat> fucking and I, both, sides of the, both, both sides of the story. And I mean, read, you know, for from a certain perspective, you know, I re- I respect both right uh, ways of looking at it. Like, uh, if if your government is, you know, more on the honorable side, I mean, there is such thing as having a good government. Um, I mean, kind of like we talked about last time, right? I, I think. And I, I think you should totally respect and follow the orders of, you know, an honorable general. I don't have any problem with that. Right. Um, but I also, if the government is corrupt, I mean, you need people like Jeremiah, you know, Jesus. Right. Like to, <laughs> Gandhi. Because the government isn't necessarily good. It can be. I And you should respect and follow the good government. Well, I can even say in the context of a bad government, yeah, don't like like in Romans thirteen, like yeah, don't get go, don't go get arrested. I mean, yeah, if you want to get arrested, get arrested. I got friends who get arrested on purpose for like you know for <laughs> making protests and shit. I get that side too, but at the same time, like some of us don't get arrested because you need to be out doing your thing, Just preaching the gospel. In Paul's case, you know, don't don't do right. foolish things like to to don't poke the hornet's nest. Uh, respect the authorities. Tread lightly. All that shit. Don't get locked up. 
you might not be able to say what you need to say. You not, might not be able to change people's lives the way you could if you weren't locked up. But I don't think it's I don't think it's like a blanket statement across the board. Like all the time, do this. Every single one of us, we all have different callings. We're called to write books. Yeah. So my I got a buddy who's been arrested. I won't call him out, but <laughs> uh, for basically making a peaceful protest, and he feels led to do that shit. I'm like, yeah, go fucking do that, man. I'm not gonna do that. Mm. I mean, yeah, if I, if we get arrested for having books that are contrary to whoever's in charge, yeah, I might do that. But I'm not going to go out like protesting. You know, mm-hmm. that's a different calling. Not every. I mean, I support those who do, but at the same time, like, I don't think that's everybody's calling. So again, like, for sure, coming back to the Bible, like, you can't just say this is the this is the what you need to do. Every single one of us. It's not a guidebook. It's not like a book like that. It's not a guidebook for life. No, I mean, it shouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, obviously, <laughs> the world only needs, you know, one David Bentley Hart, one Gandhi, I mean, the protester. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, the... The Martin Luther King? Yeah. Oh, yeah, even, maybe not even better, but yeah. 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 I mean, the the spirit, I think, with which that biblical passage is saying, I mean, if I'm going to be generous to whoever wrote it, you need government to, so that there's not chaos. I mean, and order as opposed to chaos is a good thing. Um, and that's, I think the spirit in which that, that was, that was written. Right. If I had to guess what the author was right saying, you know, or at least even if he didn't intend it, that way. I mean, that's how I'm choosing to <laughs> interpret it. <laughs> interpret it. I just, I, I think it's like complete horseshit, man. That all of a sudden someone gets in power, and there's like a conflation between respecting and not critiquing. Like to respect someone is that you don't critique them. But we don't, we don't live that way. In our job, you can respect if you're managing some department. You can respect all your employees. But you still give them evaluations. You still point out where they've gone wrong. You still try to right. you you call them out on on some shit in a respectful way. I mean, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't think you have to just sit there and call Trump the orange idiot or something all the time. Yeah, we do it. But at the same time, like that's not the crux of most people's critique of him. It's more. It's because he is content-wise, genuinely. You know, terrible policies. Right. Behavior. Behavior. Yeah. Um, Unbefit of what it means to, to, to respectfully lead. So you can respect someone. I'm not saying you have to respect Trump. I don't even know if I do. <laughs> but you can still respectfully critique someone and criticize them and, like, call them on their shit. It's not, it's not like a mutually exclusive thing. I mean, I, I respect the person that Trump was created to be. Like, I'm sure there's something behind all this bullshit that is genuinely wor- worthy of respect. Um, I think, I think he honestly has the makings of a good leader. I think he definitely has a leader personality, um, that could be developed in a more positive way. Totally. Um, so, I mean, I, I underneath mean, a lot of shit. <laughs> I'm as guilty. <laughs> For sure. I'm as guilty as anybody of 
you know, making fun of Trump. And I'm not proud of it. Totally. Um, I mean, it's the lowest hanging fruit on the tree. It's pretty easy, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And it's hard not to do, I mean. Totally. <laughs> but I still, I mean, in addition to that, I respect the office of the president. Right. But if it's of the people, for the people, and by the people, the people got to fucking speak up. So for Christians to say no to that, I mean, this isn't. This is where it, like this shit just doesn't match up. Like on the one hand, most conservative Christians are like constitutionalists, very conservative, very like to mm. the letter of the Constitution. Because they're religious fundamentalists, and <laughs> yeah, and they read it. They read the. They, they approach that text fundamentalist from the same. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. the same attitude. Yeah, right, right, right. But then on the other hand, then it's like, okay, now you can't critique. It's like, well, I thought it was other people for the people by the people. It's not. It's not for the people. It's for some people. It's not. If it's not of the people, like Trump should be of the people, right? So he's one of us, theoretically. <laughs> a New York billionaire who lives in a gold tower. But he's, if he's one of us, we gotta be able to talk to him. We gotta be able to say some shit. And if it's of the people, by the people, and for the people, I mean, if it's by the people. Like we, okay. So this is our chance to critique him. The office should always be critiqued. You're not like above reproach. I mean, you mm-hmm. should be above reproach, but you're not like above getting called out on shit. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're human and, you know, also known as being imperfect, I mean, you're never going to be above criticism. Like, right. No. You're going to make mistakes. Absolutely. And that's okay. It's okay to make, we all make mistakes. But I would hope that when I do make mistakes, like fucking people call me on my shit. And if you take it with grace, you'll be respected all the more. Like totally. I mean, if if Trump just owned up to his mistakes, I mean, I know that he's not stupid enough to not know that he hasn't made mistakes. I mean, I'm sure no. there's been many times where it's like, oh shit, I yeah. shouldn't have done that. He just got too proud of an ego to admit it. But. Yeah, I mean, he, he's always about you know doubling down, never admitting when you make a mistake. Right. But in his darkest quietest nights before bed he's thought about that shit and he's thought ah oh, fuck I gotta think so I, I think mean, so I, would, I mean I hope so I mean I never know and I, if he came out and apologized just like <laughs> I'd tip my hat to him like, you gotta call you gotta call a spade a spade like like we know that you messed up that's right out in the open everybody can yeah. see it you know that we know so you're not hiding it from anybody you might as well fess up to it right that to me <clears throat> it like it, it, it kind of ties into this. Uh, there's a study, and I can't quote it, but there's a study like in the hotel or the um, yeah, the hotel business that if you go to a hotel and you stay there and you like it, you're like eighty percent chance to return. Some shit like that. If you go there and they fuck up and they make it right, they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, we fucked up, and they make it right, you're ninety five percent chance oh, wow. to go back to it. So it's almost that's that, cool. we, yeah, it's like almost that. that we see like a fuck up and if a fuck up is done right, we, we almost like relate to it. We're like, oh, they made it right. They knew they were wrong. They owned up to that shit. They fessed up and they're like, yeah, our bad. We're going to give you half off or we're going to give you X, Y, Z, whatever it is. Then we're like, okay, yeah. we might even give them a Yelp review, five stars, you know? I mean, you know what I mean? Like we're going to go back though. They showed their quality. Yeah. You know, like- yeah. Cause no one's perfect. We can get that. No hotel's perfect. No restaurant. No chef. Gordon Ramsay. Bobby Flay. No chef has made a banging meal every time. 
And if they fuck up, they'd be the first one. If you, if you go to like Gordon Ramsay's restaurant, I would hope if he and, and he was there and he fucked up and, and you showed him, he'd be like, "Dude, I, I fucked up." Because you know, I mean, even the best chefs can't get perfect every night. The best musicians can't play perfect every night on every tour. I've seen some bands that I love and that they're great. Mm-hmm. Like I saw, I saw some bands on Warp Tour, which is like this punk rock tour, and it was like at the end of the tour in Sacramento, it was like 110 degrees and. Like, none of the bands had energy. Sounded pretty bad. It was not a great show. But then you got to thinking, like, these are just people. Like, 110 degrees after 20 days of touring or 30 Mm -hmm. days of touring? You can't... They're not going to nail it every night. No comedian's going to kill it every night. Yeah, like, I'm thinking, like, I, I go... Like, I go to certain hotels. Not... Or, you know, whatever. Uh, restaurants, not not because their food is always perfect, but like it's the overall it's the overall atmosphere. Like you know, they're friendly. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're trying to make it a warm, inviting place to be. Yeah. Like maybe the bathtub is messed up or something like that. Yeah. But you know, it's not like it's not that big of a deal if right. if, if if something goes wrong. Like, um, if they have an attitude about it, though, and they double down and say, no, that clog of hair that we left in your bathtub in your hotel, that's, so what? That's on you. It's yours. We didn't do it. Be like, yeah, for sure. No, that fuck? that wasn't there when we yeah. cleaned it. You'd be like, like what? No, that was you. What? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not coming back. But if they're like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. We're so embarrassed. Like, let us clean that in there. Yeah. We're going to be half off tonight. So sorry. Go get a free breakfast tomorrow. It's ten ninety nine at the <laughs> normally, but we're gonna give two vouchers. Get yourself some breakfast. You'd be like, "Damn, all right, I'm gonna come back to this place." Because if they fuck up again, they're gonna do it right. Yeah, or, uh, or maybe they won't fuck up for it. Or maybe they like, won't fuck up. Maybe they'll have yeah. a staff meeting and be like, "Hey, yo, we gotta clean this better." We had we we had some embarrassing stuff happen this week. You I mean, guys I gotta make sure to clean it better. I have a high enough opi- opinion of people that. They have the ability to to get better. Like, <laughs> even if, uh, you know, this time wasn't so great, like, they'll learn. Which I've, is why I've you say enough. some shit. Like, sometimes I don't say nothing. But sometimes <laughs> you got to say something. I'm bad at it. You, I'm you bad just at zip it up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of embarrass my wife sometimes because I say some <laughs> shit. But I say shit about everything. I mean, it's not, I try not to be disrespectful. Sometimes I am. Sometimes I get, like, caught up in the heat of the moment and i still got anger issues but uh, <laughs> but going back to our topic like yeah that's why you critique hopefully if you critique people enough like even the government even the leaders like that they'll change they probably won't but that <laughs> I mean you still do the right thing and say something i mean we went to a, um we went to a Lindsay and i went to uh i think it was on our anniversary a fancy restaurant in chico they're now closed and it was like we never spend this much money. It was like a hundred bucks for dinner. And it was like legit plated nice. It was beautiful. And in, in one of the things like I like to dork out on culinary stuff, they combined some sort, I think it was like, like a sweet potato mash with something else. And it just didn't fucking, it was just like this, I had like cinnamon in it and some shit. And it was just like, I like cinnamon. Even Lindsay tried it and she was just like, yeah, this isn't right. The, the flavors didn't work. And I was like, I should say something. She's like, no, 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 no. Like, I didn't. But 
a really good chef who really knows his shit, like or her shit, they they would probably taste that and hopefully agree and be like, yeah, you're right. Like the flavors don't go together. It's not that it was cooked improperly. Yeah. It wasn't that it was dry or overcooked or undercooked. It was just like these flavors like just don't go together, and no one's gonna say they do. It was almost like an objective thing culinarily, and but I didn't say nothing. I should have though. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason why you can't give criticism and not be a dick about it. Like totally. Oh, and I, and I would say that meal out of five was a four point three, four point five is good. Yeah, you just say like, hey, yeah, you know what? The over quality was good, but if I'm honest, I didn't really yeah. care for this. It was like two different. It was like a it was like a potato mash that went really well with it, and then a sweet potato mash. And I was like, that's not needed. You already got one mash, and the two don't go together, especially with I think it was a chicken dish. It's like Parmesan something and then cinnamon and like it was like fucking like it just didn't work. I was just like, this doesn't fucking work, man. And if you just took that away, it'd be like flawless meal. Plating was great. Aesthetically was great. Cooked perfect perfectly. Mm-hmm. But it's just like that one thing. It's not like you're not going to go back because of it. Well, I can't because they're closed, but. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I missed And that. if I had the money, right. yeah, I'd definitely go back. But I, I mean, those are the types of things like if you do it respectfully and you know what you're talking about, yeah, you should totally critique it. But, I mean, if you don't critique the government, how, I mean, how are they supposed to know? If it's especially of the people, by the people, for the people, how are they supposed to know? Yeah. If you never say nothing. And the people mm-hmm. who say to, to not say nothing about the government, they just said shit about the government. Every time you try to take their guns away, they say some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're, they're saying shit all the time. Man. They're posting memes. They're, they're fucking, they're saying shit all the time. I have I have a hard time believing that they didn't critique the Obama administration. Oh my administration. god, they did. You know they did. Like maybe, maybe they, maybe they didn't. But I've, I have a really hard time believing that they totally did. And there was plenty of stuff to critique Obama on. They fucking missed the boat. They played the whole like fucking he's born in Kenya shit. No, I mean uh, stupid ass shit, man. But uh, like according to Politifact or whoever does it, like Obama. Like a quarter of everything that Obama said was in some form not Not true. quite true. I mean, all politicians say things that aren't true. Probably. Guaranteed. But, but Trump is like at Dude, almost it. 75%. He's killing it. I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Which is, which, is, which is in a way good because then you know he's bullshitting the whole time. Most of the time. <laughs> at least he's easy. consistent. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. He is consistent. He's consistently bullshit, man. <laughs> he just talks shit. That's all he does. How you not? How you, I, and, I, and I get there. On the one hand, I get it. Like we shouldn't have. People have should not have said everything they've said about Trump. They made big deals about some little shit. Oh, he's not at the White House enough. He's da 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 da. Yeah, yeah. no fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Like I mean, come on. For sure. Like we we've said uh, we as the people uh have said too much shit about Trump every little fucking thing he did like he was you know, walking on eggshells mm-hmm. and then you lose credibility when there's some big shit he's done some big shit like where it's like what are you doing this is terrible this is unjust this is racist misogynistic yeah xenophobic but... so then you lose credibility then then it's just the boy who cried wolf exactly thank you i mean that's what i was going to say yeah Kind of I'm a mind. Thunder, I'm, but... I'm sorry. You want me to go back and edit it? It's like uh, what is it? What is that? No, what's that analogy, Mike? What's that story? Oh, that reminds me of like the boy who there cried, you go. cried wolf. Yeah, you nailed it, man. You were thinking my thoughts. That's awesome. <laughs> Feel better now. I do. 
Good. Here, here. Cheers, motherfucker. I mean, I only say so many things on this podcast. You gotta... <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta shut the fuck up, man. That's funny how that works. I say, I say, as I say, the least amount on Heretic Happy Hour, and then I come in here and start fucking just talk too much. Well, no, I do appreciate it because my mind is blank far too often, and you're just so in the moment, man. You're so woke. So enlightened. You're just like fucking. Honestly, I just like, I really just like chilling. Chilling. Yeah. I mean, just the genuine bonfire experience where I'm not You're always out. having to pay attention. <laughs> There's some <laughs> zone out times are the best times, yeah. though, when we had the fire. We got to get the fire going because it's now, it's cool now. Overcast, oh, cool. Yeah. It's about to light this shit up. Next time. I mean, we yeah, should next try time. to do that next yeah, time. Yeah, we got to do that next time. Some of those some of those were the best times, man. You just zone off and just stare at the fire. Listen to the music. Yeah. yeah. Just, just being with somebody. Some Cohen. Yeah. You just got the uh you got the um skewer just holding on to a big old fat wiener. Oh shit, that's Roasting right. Over like, there, the sizzle and you got the fire. The sausage and the sriracha oh, and the mozzarella cheese. Yeah. Wow. I can't even eat the salami and the mozzarella though still. I puked my guts out after one of those nights. And I don't think it had anything to do with the salami because you had it too. I just got the stomach flu. And you know how we associate something? Yeah. Actually, I, I take that back. I could probably do it now. I'm thinking about it. But the first, it takes a while once you puke something. And I was just puking salami. <laughs> and, and and I knew, I, you know, and we talked about it after. I was like, and you were like, no, I'm good. So I knew it wasn't yeah. the salami. I just got, the, I got it from Elise, my daughter, because she had it. But I associated it, and after two months, I was still like, I'd think about roasting salami over the fire. I was like, oh, fuck. It sounds terrible. Maybe if we try a flavor that we've never tried before. Yeah, maybe. I could do it now. It's been, it's been like six months at least. I can't remember. Yeah, or, should, or we should just risk it. Just go back. Yeah. I'll be good. But those are some of the best times when you zone out. <clears throat> you can't really zone out on podcasts, because people probably be like what the fuck is this 15 second delay for <laughs> they both have a seizure or some shit i mean <clears throat> yeah unless you're kind of super drunk and <laughs> but yeah this might be the pod that might be the podcast for you no even if you're drunk you'd be like what the fuck is this shit lost my you, you, you lost my attention i guess it depends on what kind of drunk you are if you're blacked out drunk then you don't give a fuck if you're generally a happy drunk are you happy drunk or a miserable drunk? I'd like to think I'm happy. Like, yeah. most of the time when I'm drinking, I'm happy. Or at least not stressed out. Content. Content. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good word. I've been drinking a lot less these past little bit now. And I'm glad you got wine because I wasn't trying to drink any hard stuff, which I've been doing pretty good on. <sighs> Sometimes it just makes you too sleepy, man. I just start to, like, yeah, want to go to bed. Honestly, I feel I don't feel so great the next day. True, but yeah. I've had I mean mostly with wine. I had pretty good luck. Yeah, I, I like wine. Wine is lovely. I'm glad Jesus turned the water into it. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a cool trick. Yeah, not like I wish I knew that trick. Water <laughs> I wouldn't have to pay for fucking wine. <laughs> so let me tap into the Lord and uh, let me do some of that shit. I'd like to learn your tricks. But I'm glad like it he didn't turn water into green tea. Like <laughs> you don't like green tea? I, I do. I do too. I mean I don't 
As far as a caffeinated be- beverage, I always prefer coffee. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I like green tea for other reasons. Like, it, if you have enough of it, it does make you slightly euphoric. Yeah. Um, like, if you, if you have, like, five cups or something like that. It's <laughs> a lot of fucking green tea, though, bro. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had five cups of green tea. I do like tea. Tea's nice. It's very nice. The British put cream in it. My wife was doing that in Ireland, I think, if I remember correctly. I don't think I've ever done that. I've never fucked with that. I'd have to try it. It's probably good. I, it doesn't seem appealing. No, it doesn't. Honestly. That's I like why I've never done coffee. it. But they all fuck with it. So, you put uh, cream in your coffee every day? Oh, I, I don't. Oh, neither. But I. I mean, usually, usually it's black. I mean, yeah, totally. But don't you go on, black on the rare occasion when I do put cream in the coffee? It, yeah. I mean, it goes together. That's lovely. Like frappuccinos, kind of the same idea. Yeah, like, I love. I tend to do too much, and then I don't feel so good afterwards. So I just stop yeah. altogether. Right. I've been. And I've always, I, I've liked black coffee for pretty much my whole adult life. But I would say the same. Yeah. Yeah. yeah every morning it's fucking two or three cups of black coffee. Mm-hmm. French press, preferably. Woo! Do you do French press every morning? Not, not every morning, no. but it is my favorite. It is good, man. Camping? Oh. Do some French press? Oh, you gotta do French Fuck press. Yes. Yeah, I just do drip, like a regular drip. I don't, I don't fuck with the, um, little solo ones. I do that. I mean, I, I do, I do yeah. everything. I do if it's at work or something. Yeah. But, um, it, but if I had my druthers, yeah, yeah. If I had my druthers, I'd be out there French pressing that shit, and it'd be banging every day. But I'm good with drip. We get good. We we we're we're coffee snobs a little bit. We don't fuck with the cheap shit. Oh, same here. And we do beans. We grind them every morning. I uh, oh, nice. We maybe we're not quite the snobs that you are, but we found. How dare you say that? How dare you, sir? There's nothing wrong with being a snub. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't be a dick. You can don't be a, a dick. Snub. Oh, that's true. That's true. I forgot the <laughs> I forgot the catchphrase. How could I? <clears throat> Jesus. But, the, but there is. Uh, I haven't noticed a difference between ground stuff I, and French no. press. It's like this. It's like this box. You can tell a difference. No, I can't. I can't tell if this is in a bottle or in a box. I can't tell if it's ten dollars or forty. Oh, okay. Can you? Honestly, I can't. I'd like. I'd challenge some wine snobs to <laughs> do a blind taste test. I want to see some of that shit. I guarantee most. There's some people who could probably taste the difference, but I bet most people who act like a fucking snob. There's been so many. Yellowtail is gonna taste like that sixty dollar bottle that you love and is the best shit you ever tasted. There's mm. been so many stories with a blind taste test where fuck it up. where the lower the lower cost bottle has killed. Killed it, yeah. <laughs> 60, 75% of the time. Not all the time, but most, you know, for the most part. Enough where you're like, all right, this yeah. is some bullshit. I got an uncle like that, and I know he's not listening to the show. I don't even talk to this dude. <laughs> he's like that. He's like, you know, fucking talk shit about wine, and you can't get anything under a $30 bottle that's good. And I'm like, even when I was younger, even as a teenager, when he'd like come to Thanksgiving and shit, he'd say like this pretentious shit. And I'm just like, I bet I could get you on a blind taste test. I bet I could. I'd put money on that shit. Yeah, that'd be pretty fun. You're just talking shit, man. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't know anybody like that. I don't have any opportunity to test that out. No, I, this is my uncle, man. I don't even... I haven't even talked to him in forever. Oh, yeah. I mean, right, yeah. My family is like that, man. We don't, No one talks to no one, man. <laughs> like, I don't talk to my dad. I don't think he talks to his mom. 
Like my, my dad doesn't even know who his dad is. Like she never told him. <laughs> I, I, you know, oh, I, I don't talk to my stepbrother. I haven't seen that dude in fucking forever. I think I saw him one time, maybe like 18, 20, something like that. Before that, it was like 12 years old since I saw him. I don't okay. talk to my own. I don't see my uncle. I don't talk to him. I don't talk to my aunts, cousins. I got cousins. Like I had cousins in Napa I met for the first time when I was like 14. I haven't talked to her since. She was super cool. Like we even got, I think we even exchanged numbers or emails or some shit back then. Like she was a cool, super cool girl. Like you'd be like, oh, that's a cool cousin to have, man. Nothing. I haven't talked to her since. Like my family doesn't fuck with each other. <laughs> Hardly at all. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I, did, I didn't know you had a stepbrother. <laughs> <laughs> all these, yeah, I don't... I mean, I haven't seen him. I, I don't think about him. I don't talk to him. Yeah, it's my, it's my stepdad's brother from... I don't even think it was a wife. I think it was like a fiancé or girlfriend before my mom. Or before his first wife, I think, actually. Or after. I can't fucking remember, man. It was not with my mom. It was my stepdad's kid. And he lived with us since we were from like... I think my parents got divorced and then uh, my mom remarried my stepdad and we moved in with him. And he was the same age as me, August. I was September, so same fucking age. And we got along really well. And then he moved out with his mom or something in Minnesota. Fucking seen the dude once since. And that was like when he was anywhere between 12 and 16. I don't remember. But he just bounced. And I saw him, I think, one time since he came to California. That's been one of the bigger things that I've realized in my adult life it's just <laughs> just how oh you should we should put that online and sell it I'm gonna t- <laughs> I just soiled myself with red wine <laughs> I'm gonna come back to my wife and be like what the fuck Matt you're usually pretty good about not I usually am I you're, you're pretty Buddhist about your uh no, I'm not. Cleanliness. You know what I? You know what I do a lot is bite my lip. I used to have my lip pierced, so I Seriously? do have scar tissue, and I bite it in that spot a lot because it sticks out a little bit. Oh, jeez. But I, I, I bite my lip a lot. I didn't know that either. It fucking sucks. And then I realized, like, breathe, chew slowly. The Buddhists take two, two minutes to chew their food or some shit. Like yeah. a lot. Each bite is like at least like twenty bites. Some, yeah, some shit like that. Twenty chews. Um, I mean, I I grind my teeth. Yeah. Especially at night, and Oof, that's not good for you, man. It's not, and I should be wearing a night guard, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Do you snore? Or are you pretty good? Well, I mean, you know, yeah, I snore a little bit. I don't know that. You you won't sleep with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I slept with you that one time. We did. Yeah, when when we when we did that uh, live show. And oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, at Ralph's. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, so, yes, I, I do snore a little bit. I don't remember you doing that. Did I call you out on it? I asked you about it, and you said, yeah. Oh, fuck. I don't remember that. It wasn't as bad as some of my friends. My brother snores a lot. <laughs> and I've, I've gone on, like, trips with friends, and I'm like, fuck, man. Going to, like, Sharks games or some shit and staying in the hotel. I'm like, Jesus Christ. What? What is that? Do you expect me to sleep tonight? What the fuck is this? Yeah. Oh, I forgot you did that. But every time we camp, like our wives go, so and we haven't done it a lot, but so we, well, like, we I, don't sleep together. Yeah, I don't think it's like you could hear me from the next tent. Maybe like no. spirit. I mean, at least according to Sperry, sometimes sometimes I do snore pretty loud. Do you? But she said most of the time it's pretty soft. Yeah, I don't snore. That's one thing I don't do, man. I think I've snored like Lindsay would probably say on you can count on two hands. We've been married fifteen years. 
if I have a cold or some shit. Yeah. I just don't do it. I don't know what it is. Kind of jealous. I wish I didn't. Sleep. Yeah. I'm glad I don't. I don't want to. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably because I don't sleep. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> but re- seriously, that that is the only reason why I wouldn't sleep with you because I'm so embarrassed about. Oh, you're so sweet. I, no, I I don't I don't care about the gay shit. Yeah, Actually, I've I've, se- I've sent mis- mixed messages about. That oh, I know. You're such a tease. <laughs> yeah, we're down with the gays, so just um, nothing wrong with them. No, not that there's anything wrong with that. No, I'm I'm un- unambiguous about that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with any with you know people doing it. Like I don't have any problem with homosexuality. Right. It's just not. It's not for me. Yeah. It's, That's totally cool. I just happen to be heterosexual. Yeah. There you go. You cis heteronormative piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're definitely down with the gays, man. We love you. If if we have gay listeners, I'm sure we do. The guy who does my website's gay. Love that dude. Don't hit the table. You're going to make me edit shit, motherfucker. That's the other thing I do. I'm sorry. You tap the table. I do a lot of that. You do that a lot. You know what I do? My boss calls me on it. We have a joke that I'm autistic. I think it might be. I have autistic <laughs> tendencies. I'm not really autistic. I'm not I'm not cheapening people who are autistic. I work with those folks. I love them. But I do shit that's like, <laughs> are you autistic, man? Like, I'll start swaying. <laughs> and like, I was at work today, and... uh <laughs> I was in my boss's office like she told me how to do some shit and I did it and I came back in I was just saying goodbye and then I think our boss came in was like hey Matt congratulations on the promotion and I was like hey have we met <laughs> I just came out I was like oh fuck she's like yeah we met like four times It's <laughs> like fuck and my boss she was like she said this, Anne I think her name is Anne her name is Anne she was like it's about to get awkward and I just was like <laughs> And then afterwards, she told me you started swaying, <laughs> and I can't make eye contact. I fucking suck at that shit. I, I like I won't like I won't make eye contact. I, it's hard. It's hard for me. With 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 strangers, I mean, mostly you make eye contact with me. I can. <laughs> it makes me nervous sometimes. Well, I mean, I feel like I have a little bit of a problem with that. Do you feel like I don't make eye, eye contact or? I can't notice it because I'm too wrapped up in my own. In yourself. Right. <laughs> Uncomfortability. For sure. For sure. I can do it. Yeah, it takes me a while, though. Even my boss, like, I joke about her. I joke with her all the time. Like, we're cool now. I mean, we're, we've always been cool. But she says it does take, it takes a while. You're kind of awkward at first. I'm like, I know. I told you that. Like, we talk about it openly. I'm like, I, I do have those sort of tendencies. I, I'm not saying I'm autistic. I've never taken a test. I don't think I am. But I have those sort of um, tendencies where I, like I have trouble making eye contact with strangers. Yeah. I have this one client, he's autistic and he's really good about like, cause he knows intellectually he has to pick up on social cues cause they have a, t- a tough time with that. Right. So he just like, will do something and he'll just stare at me and he's looking at my facial facial features to do the right. I mean, he's doing the right thing. And then on my end, I'm like, fucker, why are the fuck are you staring at me, bro? I can't, I can't look at you. Like, I don't want to make eye contact with you because I'm, I'm that way too. <laughs> and I do, I start like rocking. Someone called me on that shit during a Heretic Happy Hour show. And I did have to pee, but someone was like, are you okay? Like, you were rocking the whole time. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck. I try to be conscious about it, but I, I haven't, I've, I've noticed something like I wouldn't. <laughs> I don't think I, I ever would have pinpointed it as <laughs> rocking, but like you're very, 
You're pretty fidgety. Very fidgety. And I, I am a little bit too, I know. When yeah. we're podcasting, just yeah. kind of. You hit the table. You, you did the, the, that. That, yeah. and I, I, I rubbed my head a lot. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. I noticed it when I was doing um, <laughs> uh, videos for Patreon, and I have to go on YouTube, and then I, I watch them back, make sure the audio works and, and sounds good. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know I'm doing it. I'm like, why the fuck is this dude moving so much? <laughs> Jesus, sit still, man. Shit. You're, I'm like, I'm like touching things. I'm like scratching my face. I'm like moving all over the place. And I know Italians talk with their hands, but it's not even that. I'm just like, bro. I mean, sit still. Sure. <laughs> I mean, if it helps at all, I mean, I'm talking to myself too. Like, it's not like I'm going, dude, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Calm the fuck down. I'm like, oh, that's that's interesting. Like, it's yeah. <laughs> oh no, I don't think I like. I'm calm. I just do it. Like, yeah. I, I just get. It's not. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if it's habitual. I don't know if it's just my coping mechanism, and that's how I do stay calm. Like, if I'm sitting perfectly right. still, maybe I wouldn't be calm, and so I have to like yeah. be fidgeting, rocking around. No, I, scratching my no. Seriously, beard. I'm like, whatever you got to do. I mean, if if you got to uh, move around, touch stuff, like. All I'm saying is that I've noticed it, but it, it's not like yeah. I'm like. <laughs> What's wrong it's not time? like I'm always thinking that you're autistic. It's like, <laughs> no, I just joke about that. I think I have those tendencies. I would I wouldn't say I'm on autistic though. I, I I haven't struggled with some of the shit that autistic people. But I know it's a spectrum too. So I, right. I mean, I, I mean, I'm I'm of the opinion that it's a spectrum, and I'm on it. You know, maybe at a lower level. Yeah. I have taken those tests online, like the autism spectrum test. And you, you passed it? Well, no, I scored in the 30s, like the, uh, the, the low to mid 30s, which is definitely there. I, that, that doesn't mean I get, would get diagnosed, but I'm just like, all those tendencies, I, a lot of them I do have. I'm like, yeah, I gotta be honest, yeah. And it's like, ah, you got a 33. I think it's out of 50. That's like the really, really autistic, like in 30 to 32 is like really, you know, like high functioning. And I'm like, fuck a 33 again. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, maybe I'm just socially awkward. Maybe I'm just an asshole, but I don't think I am. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's weird. Like on one hand, like I, I don't, on the one hand, I feel like I'm a pretty good high functioning guy, but you know, I can also, talk of other situations where i obviously didn't function that greatly Just like crash and burn like i can see it both ways like yeah i could see how i wouldn't be autistic or how i would be autistic <laughs> yeah it's kind of a mixed bag <laughs> <laughs> yeah my favorite soccer player is uh, autistic Lionel messi he's fucking phenomenal probably because he's autistic well <laughs> <laughs> and he's like i'm gonna be better than you at everything because this is my thing and you can't stop me and I'm littler, and I'm shorter, but you can't stop me. He's a fucking just beast, man. Fucking beast. I mean, my my understanding is that people only have so much energy that they can put out. And, I mean, some people, like, uh, what's her name, Greta Thornburg? Was, is that the... Oh, that, activist, that the, Scandinavian that, chick, yeah, sixteen-year-old girl, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's autistic. Right. She's uh, admitted it, right? But she's obviously a very talented, you know, activist. 
I mean, regardless of how you interpret her, or I mean, view her right. methods, right, or whatever. Oh shit! Someone's fallen tree. But she's very good at getting people's attention. Yeah, which is what you have to be good at if you're an activist. Totally. Um, but she's not good at you know social cues or totally. <laughs> yeah. whatever. Autism is just a, it's just a different way of viewing the world. It's not a bad or good. I mean, yeah, it, it, you have its struggles. That's that's true. Like, there's there's struggles, but I think the more we learn about it, the more I think it would be like more socially acceptable, and we'll, and we'll understand it more. And those people, like people who have do have autism, like they can fucking do some amazing shit right. that most people can't. Their brain just works in a different way. Yeah. It's not necessarily a good or a bad thing. It's just way different, and we're not used to it. We don't know how to deal with it, I think, I as a culture at large. I think it, it just has an inordinate negative connotation mm-hmm. to it. Like there's oh, you bad fucking autistic. Yeah, yeah. But if you're autistic, there's more likely than not, you're really, really good at something else. You're going to be fucking killing something. If you could, if we could help Probably you, music you could figure or... that out. Yeah, like, <laughs> some, yeah, something. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah you're going to be awkward. You're going to be awkward on some shit. Definitely. There's going to be things that you can't understand, that you can't, like, figure out. That you got to, like, you got some OCD type things, which I do have. It's fucking annoying. <laughs> but again, there's only, sorry to interrupt, but there's only so no, many. You, you don't talk much, so you talk all you want. <laughs> There's only so many hours in the day that can be divided up in so many ways. And I mean, if you're spending all this, if you're autistic, and let's say that you you be you're attracted to music and you spend all your time devoting your energy into music, well, yeah, you're going to be really good at that. And the only reason why you're not good at social interaction is because that's not where your energy is spent. Well, and your brain can't think that it's it's a different. I mean, it's it, it, like they 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 do try and they they can figure it out, but it's never like just seamless. But their brain works in a different way, and it's just always attracted to like these one thing, like this little these things, like Messi, like Lionel Messi, like fucking. There's a reason he's really good at soccer, and I think autism helps him in that. Like he will understand how to be the best at this, and his brain works differently than yours. You could be creative, you could be more athletic, you could be faster, and he will figure out a way to beat you at that. I mean, on the scoreboard. On the scoreboard, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he's gonna make you look silly too. Sometimes, like this dude has made people look silly. Yeah. But and I think the uh, the uh, that that sort of way of viewing the world helps in that way. Right. And yeah, and then you don't do anything with the social stuff. You're not interested in it. You don't get it. They don't get like on a, on the whole, they don't really get sarcasm. Like they just don't think that way. <laughs> Classic Sheldon Cooper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I've gotten I've gotten one of my clients to um, to pick up on sarcastic jokes, and I'm like, I've been proud because I've been like, yeah, I know you can get this. Like we just got to work at it. You well, got to work a little harder. You got to just you got to be able sure. to figure. I mean, you got to get comfortable with something. You someone who understands you. It's definitely yeah. Thank no. It's definitely both and like. I was coming at it more from the amount of energy that you put into it. But obviously, people's brains are wired to excel at certain things. Totally. Um, and that that plays into it, too. So, yeah, y- you could have two people that exert the same amount of energy into the same subject, but one person will be better at it. Right. Because, I mean, of how their brain is wired, however... Right you want to put it right yeah it's a whole thing 
but they can they can still get it. You can't you can't see. This is where we don't understand a lot about things like oh, autistic people can't do this, can't do this, can't do that. And it's like no, they can. It takes a lot of work. So we got to give them props when they do that shit. Like they you know they can pick up on sarcasm. I've seen it, and I'm a sarcastic dude. That's where I'm not autistic. <laughs> but they they can pick up on it. And then they start laughing. And you think, yeah, 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 you got it, man. Like you have that little victory where you see, like, they can get it. It just, it takes a lot of trust. It just takes, it's a different wiring. It's just a different relationship. It's a different, it's it's a whole different thing. And, and I mean, psychology in general and brain physiology and biology is like a new discipline relatively yeah. in, the, in the grand history of humanity. Oh, I mean, what, Especially mental health 40, 50 years? Psychology 100, like autism spectrum recent mm. in our lifetime. And like brain, be, being able to scan the brain, that's just in like the last, what, 30 years or something like yeah, that? Maybe, something like that. So oh, it, it's really, we're really just like scratching the surface on understanding all these different types of people and not stigmatizing them and, and understanding that this is just how someone's brain's wired. Yeah. It's it's not bad or good. It's just different. Yeah, there's struggles. Total you, struggles, but right. If you got the wherewithal and you got the drive, you can still get through it. I've se- I've seen progress made by people like that. It's great. It's great to see. They're still really good at the shit that they're into. <laughs> like mm-hmm. fucking, I can't compete. But they they learn how to you know they learn how to figure shit out. Yeah, yeah. I mean the. It's pretty well known. The brain is quite amazing. Plastic. They can learn new stuff. Totally. totally. We should always be learning, man. We should always be learning. Do you think there's <laughs> an autistic person out there who is, I mean, he's really, all he's good at is like sarcasm and social <laughs> cues and stuff, or is that just like anti-definitional? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I haven't met one. Like, I haven't met one. Because part of we've defined it as such, right? But but do we not understand anything about it still? I mean, I think our definition of autism is maybe a little limiting, perhaps. Yeah, when it's on a spectrum, it's hard to okay. Well, who's on the spectrum? Who's not? I mean, it's still it's in the infancy of understanding it. A lot of things are. A lot of things are in the infancy of understanding it. When we look back in two hundred years, we're gonna look back and be right. like these. Fucking apes. They didn't know shit. Yeah, I mean... And then in 200 years from that, they'll look back on them and be like, "There's these fucking primates, man. They didn't know what the fuck they were doing. I I firmly believe there's infinite room for growth. And we're always going to be looking back at ourselves and cringing a little bit. I totally agree. I totally agree. That's why I always laugh at like the woke culture, the whole cancel culture, the whole like. I mean, you're more woke than before. <laughs> maybe, <but laughs> maybe in one area, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but in a hundred years, they'll look back at your ass and be like, "This dumb, ignorant motherfucker." <laughs> Come on, man. And that's why we look back on people in the 1500s. They said, "What the fuck did they say?" Canceled. It's like, hold on, hold but then, on. But what would you have you done got... back in 1509? Exactly. You just said some dumbass shit. No, I mean we're all we're all standing on the shoulders of giants. Like, there you go. Whatever progress you've made, it's because of. Well, I mean, you weren't born. Like, I don't know if I want to bring in reincarnation. Yeah, I knew you were going there. I knew you were going there. I love it. Bring it on. But those people back in the 1500s, they made 
some pretty significant, you know, milestone advances totally. that that we're only reaping the fruits of. We had no say in what they did. Fuck no. You can look back on some dude who's like dumb and ignorant as fuck about like, let's say, race relations, sexuality in like the 1400s. You'd be like, this ignorant, stupid fucker. And yeah, to some degree, yeah. Look back on some of the shit Luther believed and Calvin and Augustine. I'm like, yeah, these dumb motherfuckers sometimes. From our perspective, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, like, okay, pause. What if Matt lived in 359 in some fucking city, Antioch or wherever? What the fuck would I have believed in 300 about race relations, human sexuality? I would have said some dumbass shit. Like, oh, Matt wrote all these books. What would they have said? Some pretty ignorant bullshit. <laughs> I probably would have been dumb as fuck. And I probably would have said some stupid shit <laughs> about, like, the woman's body. This is how I understand it. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about, homie? Like, I would have said some stupid shit, probably, that people would now look back on and be like, this dumb dude. So it's like, in the year 2100, assuming we don't blow ourselves up or die of climate-induced fuckery. It's a pretty big F. Is that the official term? <laughs> They're going to look back on what we write now or say now and be like, okay. They didn't get it. But they're pretty cool for their time. Yeah, and they would admit, they would admit that if they had the information that we had, they would have made broadly the same totally decisions. Totally. It's like music. Like, listen to hip hop from the 80s. Listen, I mean, just, just imagine you can hear it in the head. I've been chilling on the corner with my hobies and me. Like, that shit would not fly today. Not fucking fly. Is there is there any hip hop from back then that you actually like? Oh, I like it. But I have to understand it in the context. Yeah. Like, LL Cool J. He could not, in the same, like, let's say he had the same flow, the same cadence, the same sound. He couldn't come out now and be like, LL Cool J. But at the time, like fucking yeah, it was sick. But you can, but that's the thing. Like we always have to look at it in its proper place. Yeah, I can listen to that old shit. I can listen to the old shit, but I have, I have to. I don't listen to it with the same ears as I would like some new artist coming out. Like you got to do some different stuff. Like you gotta, you gotta. It's. I mean, it's. I'm not gonna say it's better, but in a way, it is. Like it's artistically better. Like it sounds better. It flows better. The punchlines are better. The but cadences are better. It's in the... But you can only get there because of the people who came before you, the giants that came before you. It's in the spirit of the trajectory. That's right. So. Yes. Public Enemy, old Ice Cube, old L Cool J. Like, that shit would not fly today, but the shit that flies today could not be there because of them back then. Without them, yeah. Without them. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you couldn't do shit yep. without people like that. That's a crazy. I mean, but apply that to every genre of anything, any discipline, psychology, science. Yeah, yeah we we <laughs> quantum science. We look at Newton, and be like, this stupid ass. He didn't understand nothing. It's like, wait, hold on. You don't get to where you are now because of people like that. Giants, right? Giants like that. So you're always, but you can't critique them with the same understanding as today. No. And I think you could apply that to, I mean, today, I mean, think of somebody that you don't 
respect, like, you know, Donald Trump. Um, uh, eventually, I'm going to have to recognize that he's not, he, did, he didn't have my spiritual giants. He, the, the environment that he grew up in, he didn't have, you know, the advantage, advantages that I had. Like he had, he, he has monetary advantage in life. And I feel like I have some sort of right. spiritual, if you want to say that advantage in my life. Meaning he's a product of his fucking environment. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. everybody is. That's everybody the point. is. Yeah, Exactly. We, I think the whole thing is totally just if we lived all these different lives where we, let's say back in the day you were Caesar and then back in the day you were a slave and then back in the day you were a bigot and I then back he, in the day you were being oppressed by bigots. Mm -hmm. And then we look on our whole soul journey and we're like, damn, we lived all these kind of lives. Hence empathy. Hence do not judge. Hence don't, hate on other people that they're different because yeah. you were probably different in some sort of former life. That's why I do gravitate towards reincarnation. That's why, that's why it makes sense to me. A little bit. Like the progression of the soul. That totally makes sense to me. A little bit. How within reincarnation, like, yeah. <clears throat> like even if, even if it's not necessarily true, it makes sense to me. It makes sense. That, 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 that seems right. That seems apropos. Right. That seems just. Yeah. That seems like the best way to get you to understand. Don't fucking judge people. Don't hate on people. Be nice to each other. Be kind to each other. Don't hate people because they're different. Because you were them, yeah. literally, last time. Or if you're not literally, you're you're at least a part of the society well, that made you know it happen. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. You were literally literally in that group, that whatever that oppressed group is. Jews, Gentiles. Yeah. Women, men. Gay, straight. Jew, German. <laughs> Could you imagine if Hitler was a Jew in a former life? He's going to look back on his whole soul journey and be like, how profound would that be for him to be like, how the fuck could I do that? And like really reflect on that and be like realizing that, damn, yeah, I oppressed yeah. literally who I was in a former life. That's pretty deep. I mean, <sighs> it's pretty deep, man. It makes sense to me on some level, doesn't it? It does. and. I'm I'm trying to bring it back to the ultimate truth. One of the ultimate truths, just that the the present moment is all that you have. And I, I suppose, in one sense, you could look back with sorrow on all the things that you did in your past life. You know, well, just the bad things that you have done. Sure. But if you once you realize that, well, hey, just as long as you learn from it. That's I it. mean, there's a place for sorrow and then there's a place for. Right. As I long learned. as it causes change. I learned. I mean, who really cares? Because the present moment is all that really matters. Yes, I was a dick in the past, but I'm not now. And right. now is all that matters. Right. So. And yeah, if I, if I come across those people I fucked over, I'd be like, yo, my bad. I learned. Yeah. And I learned. Assuming that, you know, they've grown. Totally. To you, I mean, they're going to say, yeah, I forgive we're good. We're good. Like, isn't, that re some... isn't that what reconciliation is? Once you forget, once you ask for forgiveness and recognize, you repent, you change your mind, then reconciliation can happen as long as the other person forgave. Yeah. No. Yeah. Two-way street. Yeah. Totally. To totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Reconciliation is both about 
apologizing and, yeah. you know, letting the past go. Right. Like, right. This is where people always get a little fucked up on forgiveness. I'm like, yo, don't, don't forgive for anyone else's benefit. Forgive for you. That's what I learned from my, with my dad. Right. I could hold a grudge on my dad. My dad's the shittiest dad. He still doesn't talk to me and blames me for not talking to me. Even as a kid, like, I forgave him for myself. It doesn't affect him at all. He doesn't even know that. He doesn't even know I forgave him. But for me, it's letting, uh, I forgive you. That you must have had some bullshit. Doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it just. But I forgive you so I can now live my life without resentment, holding a grudge, being enslaved to the bullshit you gave me. In one sense, forgiveness is very, it's a selfish thing. Because hating people really hurts. Yes. Hating people hurts. Yes. It hurts your body. I mean. Right. It hurts your body. It might change the party who recognizes the forgiveness because that's powerful. I think when Jesus says, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. I think that's for Jesus' own human struggle. So he cannot Mm -hmm. hold a grudge and be retributive Mm -hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. And yes, that that causes a change. That centurion's like, surely this is the son of God. Be- because of that forgiveness. Because it was preemptive. And he mm-hmm. could see, like, oh my God. How could this person forgive us? Like, we're fucking killing him. And yeah. he's saying forgiveness? What the fuck? And that, <laughs> that must have fucked him up. And maybe that's a story. I have, I have no fucking clue. But I see the, I see the power well, of that shit. I was, I was just reading something today. It was a book I started that I think I'm going to... You reading a book? I got the sample, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to buy it. You're better than me. It's on. <laughs> I, I was just... I just stumbled upon it from the news, honestly. Yeah? But it's, it's, it's about neuroscience, yeah. and it's showing how, how bad thoughts physically affect mm-hmm. the body. That makes total sense, it, though. <laughs> go ahead. No, it does make sense. All your thoughts and the projections all affect you. Oh, right, right. So, yeah, in that sense, I would say that, you know, Jesus was being, again, very selfish because, selfish but wise, because he realized that, you know, forgiving those people not only was good for his psyche, but, I mean, I mean, it seems weird to say that it helped his body when he was on the cross, but... I think that was just his body being smart. I think it's selfish in the fact that he realized that it's it's like I am able to be merciful when I'm giving forgiveness to someone else. I don't know if it was necessarily that I'm going to change the minds of others. Maybe. Maybe a little bit because he understood how that works. But maybe it's more first and foremost like I have to let this go. I have to not – I have to understand that if they knew what they were doing, they wouldn't do that shit to me. And – and for me to be at peace, I do that because that's what it's like to let go of the pain, the suffering, and to not let them have any power over me because I'm who I am. I know what I am. I know who I am. I know my relationship to the divine. I know what it means to be human. And in order to be fully human in that way, I got to let that shit go. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. I think it helps. When you realize that people aren't ultimately being truly malicious, I don't think you can be malicious if if you don't have all the facts. Or the capacity to interpret the facts as well. Sure. Right. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, to be truly malicious, you would have to have all the facts, have all the faculty to understand the facts, mm. and yet still you would, you know, intend to harm somebody. Right. That's truly malicious, but... True. 
But even that, I mean, this may may get into the free will shit. Even that is predetermined by some some bullshit that happened to you or that you think that is incorrect. Like no one truly free does the the ill or the bad. The one who is truly free always does the good. Yeah. To quote, to paraphrase your dad or Talbot or Bentley or Bentley Hart. Hart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 the shit that fucks with me. Because it's like when you realize anyone who doesn't do the good is not truly free yet. And it's hard to it's hard to be mad at somebody who isn't truly free. True. It's hard not to forgive somebody who isn't truly free. Totally. But then you you balance the whole shit. Like, you can critique, but at the same time, not hold the grudge or not hold, not give them the power to hold over you. If... Critique and forgive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cr- critique and, you know, not let it affect your sp- spiritual, physical well-being. There you go. <laughs> That's a tough place to get You can do both. To. It's hard, but you can, you can do both. That's a tough place to get to. When I haven't forgave my dad or held some shit, you know who it affected? Me. I couldn't sleep. I had anxiety. I had anger. I had bitterness. Or, I mean, just try this on precise. It affected both, but the point is is that it affected you. <laughs> yeah, it might, yeah, maybe it affects... I mean, I'm sure it affects him. Yeah. I'm sure, on, again, on the darkest quietest nights laying in your bed thinking of some shit trump my dad <laughs> people who have wronged people any of us yeah i did some shit i should have done that should have done that maybe they're not honest when they wake up in the morning maybe they, they go about their day maybe they don't think about it maybe they got the ego they don't want to say shit but in those in those most honest vulnerable moments they were like we all were like yeah, fucked up. I've done that with my wife, like laying there, like ah, I was kind of an asshole tonight. I shouldn't have been affected by that. I overreact. Why was I so mad? I was a stupid asshole. And then, and then, then if you're mature, the next morning, if she already fell asleep, hey, I've had to do this. Like, yo, Lens, sorry about last night. I was an asshole, and it was uncalled for. My bad. And she's always like, yeah, I know. You're good. I love you. Nice. Doesn't it doesn't it doesn't mean what I did isn't affected like it didn't affect her. It doesn't mean like she just let me walk all over her. But it's like the realization like this person like yeah she could tell I was like I fucked up. I'm sorry. I was stupid man. I was an asshole. You can recognize when someone's really like sincere. Yeah. Uh, that sense of security is nice. I mean. Yeah. Takes time though, man. I think <laughs> marriage is hard. That's a, we should talk about marriage next podcast. It is. <laughs> it's fucking hard. Don't let anyone tell you. But that's why <laughs> it's beautiful, though. That's why I 100 support the spirit of the idea of marriage. Totally, man. Even if I mean, just the idea that you're gonna you're committing to this one person. Yeah. No matter what happens, I mean. I mean, within reason, abusive. People who aren't, I mean, there's within reason, there's all these extenuating circumstances, but if you're willing to grind it out, if both people are willing to grind it out and you really do that and you're sincere, you'll fucking do it. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. As long as, as long as both of you have the same. Definitely. No, you're not a doormat. Don't, don't sit here and say, oh, we can't get divorced because of this and that. No, I'm not saying that. But there'll be times you'll be like, fuck this person. (laughs) Like, not, not literally. Like, I, I don't know if I ever said fuck Lindsay. Like, 
but but the spirit of that, like we both, I'm sure, been like, man, this, this guy, dude, <laughs> seriously, what's wrong with him? What's and wrong with her? Maybe just practically. But if uh, we're on the grind it out, you'll grind it out. Yeah. And you just come at it with the attitude that uh, if we're going to evaluate things, let's just wait till the morning. Like sometimes, sometimes you got to do that. I mean, I know there's this whole thing: don't fall asleep angry. There's I some truth to that, but at the same time, like I've always not, had a really hard. I have too, because sometimes, like you're angry, you're angry, she's angry, you're angry. Like, sh- like go to sleep, shut the fuck up, s- go smoke a bowl if you need to, and wake up in the morning. And and more often than not, you're like, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> fuck, I was stupid. I was. I don't even know what I was mad about. I was stupid. And she'd be like, yeah, I, I didn't react the same way. I, yeah, all right, we're going to hug it out. Go fuck that night. Like, <laughs> you know, say a joke. Wish her well on the day. Go get her flowers or some shit. Like, you know, you're good. Like, go, there's a cool off period. You still need that. My wife and I still need that. I don't know about you. But we've been married 15 oh, years. Like, Yeah, no, I mean. We've gone to sleep, like, annoyed at each other. The next morning, you fucking just, all right, my bad. We're good. No, I mean, we still, we've come a long way, but there's still always stuff that we find. There's always some shit. There's always some shit, man. You can't, you can't, you can't pretend like it's it's a walk in the park. Marriage is hard. Monogamy is hard. I don't know if it's, um, I know for, it's worth it for some people. Maybe for some people it's not, but from my experience it is. It has its if nothing else, it has its pluses. Yeah. But what I will say is it's relatively new in the whole evolutionary process. And most species do not have monogamy. Some do, even outside of humanity. But for humans in, in specifically, it's not that. It's it's relatively new in the grand scheme of things. So, But I would say that it's... Uh, not a bad thing. I have no problem with saying that it's along a trajectory like sure uh i mean there are so many things that are good about i don't know just just the idea of bonding with with one soul is beautiful i mean uh just that one rock solid person that right i don't know and maybe it's two for some people there are polyamorous people i don't know that sounds terrible to me but maybe maybe for them i mean i think the point is commitment and being able to grind it out with someone for a long... I mean, anything you do, a band that's been together for 20 years, you're like, damn, I've been in bands. 20 years is tough. If we're still going in 20 years on the podcast, which even just talking with you for since 2014, it's going to be five, six years. Heretic Happy Hour going on its third year with dudes I've only met 10 times. Like, there's something to that. The point is commitment, not necessarily the point is, yeah. like, commitment with one person. I, my wife and I love monogamy. We're not, we understand polyamory. We, we, we've talked to people who are polyamorous. We've interviewed people, Chuck McKnight is polyamorous. He, you know, we had him on the Heritage Capiar. If that works for him, I don't, fuck if I know. It doesn't work for me. But the point is commitment. Whatever that looks like. Uh, commitment and having the same goals. Yeah. Yeah. With a commitment with another person doing what you're ever, whatever you're doing for 10, 15, 20 years. That's, that, that's beautiful. No matter what, what that is, marriage, a band, a colleague, a publisher, a producer, a podcast partner, a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Think about 20 years with a friend. I have, I have no friends 
who I've been friends with for 20 years. I, I, I'm, close. I'm pretty confident that you and I will. I think, sorry, I think we have an incoming. We got an incoming? This motherfucker. <sighs> I was about to wrap up this shit, man, and this motherfucker is <laughs> about to go <laughs> to the fence and talk to our asses. You want me to holler at him? I'm going to say some shit. I go hey, ahead. neighbor. Yeah, we're just doing our thing. So you guys figuring it all out? Oh yeah, we're just having a conversation. Trying to what? We're just having a conversation. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you were trying to figure out what was going on. Well, we've been doing that too. Yeah. We got some ideas for the property. Oh yeah. You gonna do something with the property? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna rebuild. Good. Yeah, we haven't. We're pretty. Uh, <laughs> We still have to figure out the four plan and everything like that, but um, we might we might be on the property with our trailer in a couple months. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, I just heard something on the news tonight about the trees, and if you have over 20 trees to take out, and it doesn't matter if it's your neighbor's trees or whose trees it is, then they'll come and do it on a government grant. Oh, so I wow. God bless socialism. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's good to know. They said you don't have to have 20 trees on your property, but if your neighbors have trees, then you could get enough trees they could do it. Do you all the trees on, like, both properties, or? Yeah, like, all of Kruger's and yours. Oh. Maybe there'd be enough. I doubt it. Kruger's got at least 10 trees. Sounds like some socialist shit. I I could buy this property, I'm sure it ruins mine. Oh, right. <laughs> for you. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm glad you, you said something about it earlier when I talked to you. You didn't think you were coming back. You were going to build over at your dad's place. Yeah, the uh, the insurance turned out to be too much. On a, It was on the canyon, and I guess insurance on the canyon is super high. So that was just too much for us. Shit is so funny to me. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mine went up this motherfucker has no idea what we're doing. <laughs> well, that's not. What a waste of time. Right. Anyway. I hope you all realize this is this makes for a great po- fucking podcast, cool. motherfuckers. Well, I'm glad you're going to be back because I'll be looking forward to it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Take care, you guys. All right. Bye, bye. Maga. Rat hole now. Yeah. God, I love that shit, man. How many times has that happened? Has that happened like is this ten a, times? Like the fourth time? Fourth? Yeah. Uh, oh, third or fourth? I have no idea. <laughs> I really like him though. Like <laughs> it seems super nice. I wish I was like that. I wish I. <laughs> I don't. I'd never walk up to some dudes where they got some microphones and a computer. I need to go talk to these motherfuckers. <laughs> and you know I'm not deleting that shit. That shit's going on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's no that's our thing that's our thing that's this is when okay so when someone comes up y'all gotta take a shot when someone comes up to approach us that's the new rule <laughs> if you listen to this shit and you're like oh so they got interrupted and they left it on the show you gotta take a shot it doesn't putting down a law it doesn't happen that often so maybe take a couple of shots I mean, take two yeah take two take two don't be a bitch I was just about to shut this shit down, too. We've been going, like, an hour and something. 
Yeah, I had to give you a heads up. <laughs> yeah, he's, he came up lurking behind me. Shit. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. What the fuck were we talking about? I have no fucking clue. So that's a perfect time to shut this shit down. Perfect. Perfect fucking time to shut this shit down. So thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for putting up with the bullshit of neighbors coming up and <laughs> talking about random shit y'all don't care about. <laughs> about who's building what on what road shit but uh we love y'all and thank you for listening give us a fucking review um it takes two seconds jesus christ so do that shit on itunes give us a review hopefully five stars motherfuckers and support us on patreon if you already do thank you if you support any of what people like us are doing man thank you i get it times are tough so whatever we'll keep grinding I guarantee, I don't guarantee we'll make it to a hundred, but we'll make it to, uh, could you imagine a thousand episodes? I think we we'll, can do it. That'd we'll be three years. Nah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep get a hundred for sure. Without like some emergency or some fucking like crazy shit going on. We'll make it. This is, this show is going to keep grinding. I'll tell you what. So, uh, yeah. Thank you for listening. Fucking subscribe. All that good shit. And as always, don't be a dick. Hmm. Words of wisdom. Words of wisdom to be by, to live by. And next episode, what were we going to do again? Oh, sorry. Were we talking about that? No, we did. Motherfucker. I'm going to have to oh, listen back. We were, it was about the fire pit, having an actual fire pit next episode, right? We're definitely going to do that. Yeah. But, it, oh, apart from that, I don't remember. I don't fucking remember. Jesus Christ. <laughs> See y'all on episode 26. <clears throat> Peace Bye-bye. out. Bye.